We are finally underway. I'm Henry Hargitay. To my left, that is Jesse Warren. Uh, and this is the Team Paper Podcast. And I cannot even contain my excitement for, for this. This is something we've been talking about doing for a while now. Ever since I met you, uh, you know, you and I had a, a clear chemistry on air talking about this stuff, talking about softball, talking about life. And it just felt like there was something there that we had to pursue. I am so happy that we're doing this. Jesse Warren. Yeah, I'm, I feel like just talking to you is so natural, so easy. Um, and I'm super excited to just be here and talk softball, talk the game I love, you know, um, talk about topics that people want to hear about and see where this thing can go and see how many people, you know, we can get on board and, you know, just listen to us and again, talk the game that everyone loves, um, which is softball. And I think it's super, super cool that I'm able to get this opportunity to be with you on this and um, start something new in my journey in life and um, go from there. So super excited. I'm excited. And I'm glad you kind of said that about, you know, just everything being natural and just being able to come on here and talk. And that's the essence of what I hope this is. And to all the viewers listening out there, more than anything, the message that I want to give to you is that this is going to be a storytelling podcast more than anything. If you're looking for someone to break down the X's and O's of the game, if you're looking for someone to talk about bat speed and exit velocity, there's a platform for that, but it's not this. What this is going to be is an opportunity for softball players, not just Jesse, uh, not just the guests that we have scheduled to come on, but the coming guests in the hopefully years uh, to come. Uh, and everyone who's going to come up through this game, this is going to be a platform for all these women to come on and talk and tell their stories and talk to us and have fun with us and make fun of me and make fun of Jesse and, and spread this game. Uh, because what softball represents to me is just something new. Uh, I always say, and I told you this on my first interview, you know, I grew up in New York, an area where uh, the only softball that's going on is, you know, your dad playing on a Tuesday night in a slow pitch league. Uh, but, you know, after last year watching the college world, women's college world series, it, the light bulb sort of turned on for me and I saw what this game is and the energy that it brings and the passion that the people playing it have. And it's just something I wanted to be a part of. And, uh, you know, since joining this startup team paper, which I'm going to do a full explanation on in a minute, um, you know, we've I've had the opportunity to just interview softball player after softball player. And each one has kind of represented a new path. To, to consuming sports to me in a different way. And frankly, I want more of it. And I think there's no better person to do it with than you, someone who truly is a legend in this game. Yeah, I, I love the game of softball. And you mentioned passion a lot. And that's something I have for this game. And the emotions that I show when I'm playing, um, you know, speak for itself. But I love talking the game. I love, you know, just talking anything about softball, about female athletics in general, um, as a female athlete myself. So um, I'm super excited for the guests that we have lined up already uh, to come on here and just talk um, and get to know them as well and um, kind of hear their stories and, and why they play the game. But um, you mentioned, you know, you speaking to somebody different um, kind of, you know, makes your knowledge for the game a little bit more bigger. But it, it does that for everybody, just getting to know why they play this game. Everyone's why is different and everybody's why changes. Um, 
you know, I started this game um, because I wasn't allowed to play baseball anymore. <laughs> I played baseball growing up, but um, my why changes yearly. And um, growing up, my why was my mom. Uh, she couldn't afford for me to play softball. So, you know, uh, or she, yeah, she couldn't afford for me to play softball. She couldn't afford me to go to school. So I needed to figure out what my ticket was to take that burden off of her. And it was softball. So, you know, I was super blessed that God, you know, blessed me with the talent that he did to play this amazing game and um, give me the opportunities that he gave me um, on my journey. And now I'm here with a new, you know, journey, um, getting into the media part of this. So, um, yeah. And, but yeah. And the media side of things, I got to say, it, it has its ups and downs and it's a grind, but um, when, when you're doing it with someone you enjoy doing it with, and you're talking about something you love, you know, it, it truly is enjoyable. And that's what I'm sure you're going to get out of this. And that's what I know I'm going to get out of it. Um, but before I get into exactly what team paper is, uh, I just think it's always funny, um, you know, cause you mentioned the journey and it's funny how my journey with you is in a way, because, uh, two years ago, you know, around this time last or not really around this time, but, uh, two years ago in around May, June, uh, in the women's college world series, I was sitting at a desk at ESPN cutting highlights of Jesse Warren, um, you know, learning about the great catch that you made and get got retweeted by Kobe Bryant, you know, seeing all the home runs you hit, seeing that 2018 national championship team. And so for me to be sitting here talking to you today, uh, having a podcast with you, uh, it's just an incredibly humbling thing. And it's funny how life works like that. Um, and, you know, there's no real point in me saying that, but it's just for, for the viewers at home listening, uh, you know, you never know where sports can take you. And that's my message is that, you know, sometimes you just have to let things happen. Sometimes, um, you know, I think I, what was the quote I heard the other day? Life is not a riddle to be solved. It's a mystery to be experienced. And I've, I find my path in sports like media. It. Yeah, it's a good one. I find my path in sports media to be something similar of that where, um, you know, for, for a while I was so focused on the next step and always worrying about what I was going to do the next step. And I was almost a little too goal oriented and I wasn't letting things unfold. And so lately I've just been letting things unfold and letting things happen. And here it's taken me to do a softball podcast and something, if you had asked me a year ago, what do you plan on doing? You know, softball podcast would have been uh, probably the last Not thing, but yet, <laughs> here I am sitting here today, excited as ever to be doing this with you. And, and I just can't wait. I'm excited too. I'm super so, excited. So we'll, well, let me get into this real quick, because uh, this is sort of just an introductory episode where we introduce us, uh, not that you need to be introduced, but, uh, you know, so people get to learn a little bit about me and, and what Team Paper is. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit of softball after this, because there's some cool stuff going on that, uh, you know, the world's going to want to hear your opinion on. Uh, but the question that I'm sure a lot of people have is, what is Team Paper? And that's a great question. Uh, Team Paper is a startup company that has the one central philosophy that NIL should be for everyone. Uh, whether you're a basketball player, whether you're a football player, whether you're a softball player, and whether you're a softball player that's the star on the team or the last person off the bench, we feel that NIL should be for you. Uh, and Team Paper leaves no athlete behind. We always say we, we work with teams, we don't work with individuals. Uh, what we wanna be uh, known as is the one that connects fans to their team. The, the company that's giving the fans the closest experience to being an owner of the team. And that's what we hope Team Paper is. And so how, how are we doing that? The way we're doing that is simple. Uh, all you have to do is go to our site, teampaper.com, find your team. Right now, uh, as far as softball teams go, 
if you're an LSU fan, we got you covered. If you're an FSU fan, we got you. Hey, if you're an FSU fan, we got you covered. Got you covered. <laughs> if you're an Oklahoma fan, we got you covered. If you're an Ohio State fan, we got you covered. And if you're a Michigan, Iowa, who am I leaving out? Tennessee and Texas fan, we soon will have you covered. You guys are in the pipeline launching soon, any day now. Um, and so what this is, is the best fan experience you can possibly imagine because what you get when you sign up for just $10 a month, the cost of buying lunch is access to these one-on-one -on -one interviews that we've done with all of these athletes where they've come on and told me their stories. They've come on, talked about their recruitment. They've talked about obstacles in their life. They've come on and shared great stories about their faith. Everything that uh, we like to think is the person behind the uniform. That's what you get on team paper. And not to mention, we'll flex this one more time. You get some super dope merch. When you sign up, you get the free t-shirt. Now, $10 a month. If you can't pay that, that is totally fine. There are still other ways you can support these athletes and make a big difference in their lives. You can head to the team paper shop and buy a shirt or a sweatshirt of your favorite team with all your favorite athletes on it. And the money is still going to them. There's a lot of ways you can support your team and get to know your team through team paper. Uh, and that's the mission of what we hope to do. And we hope to be that bridge between fans and athletes that brings them all together and brings the best possible sports fan experience you can have. I love it. Absolutely I love, love it. it. Just people being able to give back to the athletes. And um, I said it before on our last little interview we had, like, I really wish this was a thing when I was in college just because it would have been so life-changing and this might be life-changing for some people. Some people might be struggling and we don't know that. So the fact that, you know, we can have fans and supporters give back to these athletes, you know, that little bit of money, you know, could help pay for food, rent, like whatever it is that they may need um, in their life that they might not want to vocalize. Um, yeah. But I think it's such a cool opportunity and super happy that I'm being like, I'm able to be a part of this and um, help these athletes that are in college now. Yeah, it's great stuff. And, um, you know, the beauty of what I, why I love working with team paper, <clears throat> especially with softball players is, you know, I like to think softball players live in the real world. Um, you know, and I mean this with all respect, I think it's just the reality of the situation and that, you know, a lot of the girls uh, who are playing in the sport right now aren't going, there's no NBA for them to go to. There's no NFL. There's nothing for them to funnel into where they have a seven figure contract waiting for them. And that's why team paper is so important if you're a softball fan, because you don't have to think about making these women millionaires. Uh, that's not necessarily necessarily the goal. We live in the real world. And what we hope to do is, you know, make these women enough money to where when you graduate, you know, you can put a down payment on a home or you could buy a car. Or if you're someone like Jesse, you can make a huge difference in your family's life and you can give back to the people who raised you. And uh, we think that's the opportunity that we hope to give to people along this journey. And I have no doubt that we will, because the thing I love most about softball, there may be not, not be as many fans as, say, college football or or college basketball. But I always say the casual softball fan does not exist. If you're a softball fan, you're probably pretty hardcore and you're willing to put that type of money, just ten dollars a month towards these athletes, knowing that it's going directly into their pockets. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's, just gotta, you, know, you just gotta, we just have to give back to these athletes. There's like no, no other way to say it. Like, it's just out of the kindness of your heart, $10 <laughs> a month. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I think it's affordable and um, it's a good price to get 
you know, you're getting what you pay for. And um, what better way to get to know these athletes than through team paper? And like you said, you're not getting to know these athletes and who they are on the field. You're actually getting to know them personally, what they go through, like their stories, their background, um, what they like, you know, what they dislike. And um, I've seen the videos on on Instagram and Twitter, and I think it's just phenomenal. You know, I, like I said, I reached out to you because I wanted to be a part of this. Like, I wanted to be one of those athletes that people get to know because I think it's super important that, you know, you know your athletes that are playing and why they play this game and where they come from and why they're doing what they're doing. It just makes it so much more better to follow along and follow that team when you personally know somebody. It makes them, it makes the game fun. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, uh, we'll get into a little softball talk here. And I, I think a, a fair thing to say about what uh, people can expect from this podcast and from this show is that uh, obviously the goal will to be will be, always be to talk about team paper athletes and teams that we have signed. But, uh, you know, candidly, Jocelyn Allo, she's not a team paper athlete. We do not have her signed. But um, in fairness to the game and with respect to the game, I just think we couldn't go this whole episode without talking about uh, the incredible moment that was last week when she hit that home run to break the record in her home state of Hawaii. And you and I spoke a little bit uh, about it before the interview started, and you were getting me fired up just talking about it. In your mind, uh, Jesse Warren, where does that rank in terms of all-time moments in the history of the game? I think it's pretty far up there. Top three for sure. Um, I think, you know, just – Again, we can't control a pitcher. Like, nobody wanted to pitch to her for the longest time. And whether that be because they didn't want to compete or they didn't want to pitch to her because they wanted her to break that record in Hawaii, like her home state, like, nobody's going to know. But at the end of the day, like, we can't control what a pitcher throws to us. We can't control what a coach calls. Like, we, it's uncontrollable as a hitter what the pitcher is doing. So the fact that in her career she was able to get a hold of 96-plus because she's going to shatter this record – um, and, you know, whether they be pitches in the zone or pitches out of the zone, she was still able to handle them. And she is the best hitter in college softball right now. And she is the best hitter in college softball and has been for a while. Um, so I think, you know, just the fact that she was able to do what she did is phenomenal. And obviously she's written in the records and that's a record break that, you know, she's probably really proud of. And I know a lot of people are proud of her for doing it, especially her state of Hawaii. Like she did it in Hawaii and for her family to be able to see that, um, that was very emotional. Like even as a, as a spectator and someone who watches her and as a fan, like it was so cool to be able to see her do that. Cause I know how much Hawaii means to her. And um, I know, you know, coming from far away and being away from family, family may not be able to travel to see you play and stuff. Like I've been there, even though it was only four hours from home, like it was hard for family to come see me play. So the fact that she was able to do that at home in front of family, in front of all her friends and fans, like absolutely phenomenal. So proud of her and so proud for the sport, like just women's sport in general, like that record to be shattered and too soon to be shattered. Like, it, like I said, it's going to be shattered, but the fact that, female athlete did something so phenomenal it's just so cool for female athletes in general to me it was like reminiscent of it was like a jeter-esque moment where it oh, just 100%. felt like it just felt like it was meant to be like the stage was set perfectly it was her home state of hawaii you gotta be to all their to all the cal pitchers credit I'm, I'm blanking on her name uh but all the credit in the world to her because she actually oh. pitched to her 
She to want to compete. To yeah. want to compete. If I'm that pitcher that is giving up that home run, I am okay with that. I just yeah. gave up the record-breaking home run to Jocelyn Allo. Like, <laughs> I am fine with that. The reason I'm fine with that is because I did 110% competing against her. Like, I competed yeah. against it. I'm going to give you my best stuff. You're going to give me my, your best stuff. If I win, kudos to me. If you win, ha- like, hat tip to you. Like, I just want to get up there and compete. Like, and I tweeted it when people weren't pitching her. I was like, if someone doesn't pitch to her, like, suit me up and I'm just going to give her a cookie to hit. Like, she just wants to compete. And that's all us athletes want to do is compete. So, hat tip to the Hawaii pitcher that actually competed and got a home run hit off of her. It happens. Like, now she's in record books with her. Yeah. So, exactly. That's how I see it. The thing is, is I like, right. I, I couldn't agree more because the thing is, like, you know, when, when you're old and, you know, you're, you're, you know, 75 and you got grandkids and you're looking back at your softball days, you're, you're not going to tell the story of the time you walked Jocelyn Allo. You're going to tell the story of the time. Nah, she parked one off me. Hey kids, you remember that time in 2022 when I gave up a cookie to Jocelyn and she took me hard? Like that was me. Exactly. You're like me one day. (laughs) No, but yeah, really it's, it's just, like I said, hat tip to her for actually wanting to compete. And like I said, I don't know what these other pitchers that weren't pitching to her were thinking. Maybe they were doing it on purpose because they wanted her to break it in Hawaii. Like, and if so, that's awesome. But at the same time, like if they weren't, why aren't you competing? Why are you playing the sport? Compete. Yeah. Come on. All right. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Hypothetical. Because you were never a pitcher. Or maybe you pitch in Little League. But I pit- let me come on. Let me show you this picture. I pitched. I was a pitcher. Okay. Did you pitch I literally at FSU? just sent it. No, absolutely not. Oh, I wasn't okay. a real pitcher. I was a high school pitcher. There I am. Oh, I hit the ring light. Oh, uh, no, I could see it. Well, yeah. You... Oh, yeah, you could sling. Look at you, slinging it with the eye black and everything. Look at that K. Look at that K. Where are my pitchers at? Pitchers, let me know if this is good form. Probably not. That's a Anyways. rise ball coming, yeah. I pitched one game. I lost 4-1. to one. It's oh, okay. Well, regardless, hy- hypothetical situation. If you if you're if you're pitching to Jocelyn Allo in one of those games that's kind of like leading up to her potentially breaking the record and your coach says nah, don't pitch her, just walk her. Would you have the, you know, the audacity to say, coach, respectfully, let me do my thing. I'm going after her. It would be again, it would it would the answer would have to be, hey, I want you to walk her because I want her to do it in her home state. Like that would be a good enough reason for me, like to for her to want to do that in front of family. Like mm-hmm. that's that's cool. But if you're just telling me to walk her because you don't want me to compete or because you don't want her to be like break the record on our turf or against our team, like no. Sorry, coach. Like I gotta do it. I gotta do. I'm gonna compete. I came here to the school to compete. You recruited me to compete. I'm gonna compete. 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 We're gonna yep. hear that word a lot, but. Um, no, I just I I'm the type of player that anything I do, like it's a competition with myself or with other people. So if I had if Coach Alameda came up to me and said, Hey Jess, I don't want you to keep I don't want you to compete today. I'm gonna be like, then what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like what? Hello. Yeah. No, like I wanna compete. So um I don't know. It would it would just be again, based on if they had good reasoning behind it. Not yeah. just because, hey, she's a good hitter. Let's walk her. I don't want to lose. Like, no. Right. No, I, I I mean, I never played the game, obviously, but I feel like I would think the same type of thing. Like, no, coach, like, I'm I'm going after her. Like, if she parks one, great. You know, good on her. But um, the other thing, like, we mentioned, like, you know, competing. 
I love the respect that was shown just kind of around like softball Twitter where all the pitchers who she did hit one off of came out and said like, I was numbered like 21. I was, I was this number. number, yeah. Yeah. I saw, um, actually I was going to bring that up. I saw Kat Danielle in, um, I don't know if her name's Dubois. Du, du, Dubois, do I think. Dubois. Okay, Allie I Dubois. saw them. I saw them post it um, on Twitter and I giggled. I did a little LOL. Yeah. Hey, put some respect on 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 Allie Dubois. Put some respect yeah. on my name. Yeah, she's a she's a, a fellow alumni of Boston University, like myself, softball school. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> now she's a, a null. Exactly. Um, a school but, in the country, by the way. Yeah, but speaking of All the right, nulls, <laughs> speaking of the nulls, I think we have to address a pretty big game that happened on Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Listen, I, how about Michaela Edenfield, my girl? I, I'm telling you, I texted Travis and I was like, "Hey, she's gonna she's gonna break the record. She's gonna beat my record. She is good and she's got so much power and she handles a lot of pitches really well." So, but, what else does she? Liz, I always said we're not gonna break down X's and O's specifically, but talk about her mentality if you've spoken with her at all because that home run. I texted her. I was like, "Hey." That was cold-blooded. That was just kind of like just a her, crowd silencer. Just her ability to, you know, hold her hands back on that pitch, because that was a change-up. Um, so that her ability to hold her hands back on the pitch and still be able to handle as well as she did, like, phenomenal one. And, um, you know, I think just she's she's bought in. She's bought into, you know, what we teach at Florida State, and a lot of those girls are bought in, if not everyone is bought in. And it shows as an alumni, like, watching the games – that you can tell that they're really, really comfortable up at the plate. And, um, you know, just having a plan when you go up there and, and sticking to that plan, super, super important. And, you know, that's something we talk about a lot at Florida State is just having a plan, knowing what you want to hit, knowing what you're looking for, and, you know, sticking to that to that plan and that mentality. And um, she does a really good job of that. And she handles a lot of pitches really well. And, again, she hits moon rockets. Yeah. Um, so much power and shout out to you know the, the athletic uh, athletic trainer um to our strength coach like she does when i was there we had someone different but um she she does a great job with them in the weight room and they are powerhouses and very very strong physically and i know on the mental side as well they are as well so yeah um just so cool to watch just so fun to watch the um that, that game was really cool because Alabama obviously has some rowdy fans when it comes to every oh sport, but especially softball. I, in the seventh inning, there was not a single person sitting down. Sitting down. I know. When we played there, when I can't remember, maybe it was senior year, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. The environment, the atmosphere was crazy. So just imagine what it sounded like there. And you could hear it over the speakers on TV watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But – I think the moral of that story, though, with with that one swing is they were down four to one in the sixth inning and it took one pitch to change the whole game and put momentum on our side. So all you softball players listening or watching, like don't let one at bat, you know, bring your whole game down, because had Michaela, Michaela taken her first at bat and taken it into her next at bat or the next one, like that home run doesn't happen. So the fact that she was able to stay so poised and just learn from her last her, her last at-bats against Kilfoy, like, phenomenal. Great. That's that's a great athlete. So Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited. Well, um, you know, I'm going to be talking to her at some point 
uh, just to kind of get her thoughts on that home run. And I'll, I'll tell her, I spoke with you, obviously. I think that's the coolest thing about what we're doing is like softball players. I, the way I envision it, softball players are going to tune into this and just be like, oh my gosh, you know, Jesse Warren, that's Jesse Warren talking about my home run. And I just <laughs> think that's such a cool thing because every softball player I spoke with who I told we're going to do this, their jaw dropped. Their jaws were on the floor. They were like, Jesse Warren, like you and Jesse Warren. I was like, that's so cool to hear. That's so cool to hear. This is big time stuff, Jesse. All right. Well, um, we can begin to wrap up there. We'll have some closing thoughts here just about how <laughs> we can once again reiterate how excited we are to do this because uh, this sport is growing faster than any other sport in the country right now. Um, the, the women who are playing this sport are going to come on here and share their stories and talk about all the cool things that they're doing and, and how they're choosing to brand themselves in this new world of NIL. Uh, I, I can't wait for this thing to, to really get underway. I'm so psyched that you're part of the team, Jesse. I am super excited to be a part of the team as well. Um, I just, I like I said before, I love just talking the game, getting to know people. I'm, I'm very big on connection. I love connecting with people and um, getting to know where they come from and trying to put myself in their shoes um, and understand them as a human being. And that's, you know, the number one thing I take pride in is really getting to know somebody on an internal level and. I'm not just looking at someone and, and making assumptions about them. So I'm so excited to talk to every softball player we have lined up um, and just to get to know them and continue doing this and continue, you know, just growing the game of softball in general, regardless if we play or just talk about it. So, um, again, I really appreciate this opportunity. and I'm super excited for already our next one. Absolutely. And I'll, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least throw this out there. Uh, because you and I spoke about this a little before the interview started and you were, you know, a little hesitant to talk about it because you're, you're pretty humble, but you know, we, we talk about the growth of the game and we talk about how far this sport has come and where it is now opposed to where it was even just five years ago. And I think the things, uh, along the way, there's been a lot of things that have made a big difference, but one of the things that we can't go without mentioning is your play in the 2018 world series um and and the effect that it had and uh there's moments in sport where one play in a game no matter what sport it is whether it's softball whether it's <clears throat> basketball whether it's jump roping curling there's always a, a moment at times where uh, a certain play takes over the internet and that happened with you and i don't think um you know we're sitting here today necessarily uh if you don't make that play and if you don't make that catch and if you don't get retweeted by kobe bryant yeah, that Kobe Bryant one, man. That it's so crazy. Funny story. So that night that it happened, my roommate was Deja Bush, and she or she wasn't my roommate. My roommate was Mackenzie Puckett, but Deja Bush texted me and was like, "Hey," because my phone was on. I I didn't have my phone on me because just so much was going on, and I read her text and she's like, "Hey, you know Kobe Bryant just retweeted you," and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I literally started hyperventilating and in in my bed because I'm like freaking out because I put my phone down because I was so overwhelmed with the amount of followers notifications just everything I was getting and I looked and I saw it and I literally started bawling crying I was so excited so happy um but yeah that play literally just changed my life and it literally just brought me so many opportunities and you know shout out to the the media crews you know putting the spotlight on softball and female athletics because without the coverage nobody really sees that you know like 
I remember making an amazing play my sophomore year at Notre Dame. Like a girl slapped the ball. I ran up. I like caught it behind me. I slid and caught it behind me and I rolled over and tossed it like on my back, like use my momentum from my roll to throw it to first and got the girl out. Nobody saw it. Was it like, better? It started, it, was it better than the play you made in the World Series, you think? Um, no, I don't think so. It was close to it though. Um, mm -hmm. but no one really saw it. But and I mean it made it made face recently on some Instagram accounts, which was cool, like six years later. But um yeah, that change that that game that play changed my, you know, brand, marketing, like everything. Um we talked about it before I went into the World Series with six thousand or seven thousand followers and came out with twenty five thousand after the play. That's crazy. Before the play I was only at like nine thousand and then that night bam look at my instagram my phone froze on me that's how many just like bing, 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 like notifications were coming in but um it was it was just super cool for people to see it yeah it's different when you're actually making the play like i never really thought twice about it it just happened like how did you do it how did you react it just happened and it's crazy that that was the first time people saw that because literally the week before i made the play versus lsu in the first inning um exact same play basically it just took mm -hmm. me a little bit toward the catcher instead and got a double play so Aaliyah Andrews on first and I think Taryn Antoine was up to bat um and it's crazy how I remember all this stuff <laughs> I was just gonna say so even, like little things like that like I remember but yeah um you never think twice about it like I don't know it's just it's different when you're the actual person making the play and doing what you know how to do and just reacting um but yeah but I remember in our <clears throat> in our first interview, the first time we spoke, I asked you about that playing. I, I I made the mistake of asking what was going through your head, because then I just had to sit there through this like Dennis Rodman type explanation where oh you're my gosh. Like, explaining this Crazy. and that. And I, I was so lost. I had no idea what was going on. But it was like you're uh, lost. Imagine feeling those emotions. <laughs> true. But I, I was didn't like, know what to think. The point was, I was like, <clears throat> any softball player at home listening to this right now, I hope you took notes on that because that was just like pure genius at work. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And I think uh, just, and that's a, I think that's, that's the thing that, you know, separates good athletes from great athletes is those athletes that can pick up on those little things that hitters, pitchers, you know, defensive players do. Like if I'm playing third base and I'm shifted into the five, six hole, like what do you think you're not going to get? No, you're not going to probably get an inside pitch. So I think athletes that can just pick up on that kind of stuff. Like I read hitters so well and I read their hands, their feet. I read little things that they do, you know, typically hitters usually don't even know they give it away, which is crazy. Um, but um, but yeah, and it's, if I would have known this stuff when I was in high school or travel ball, it would have been a complete different game. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a completely different game. But the fact that I didn't even pick up on a girl in the front of the box is going to bunt or a girl in the back of the box is going to hit. Like there have been athletes that I see now at the travel ball level that if they're going to bunt, they're going to go to the front of the box and then next pitch, they're not bunting. So they move to the back of the box. <laughs> Had I picked that up in college or in high school, crazy game changing. Yeah. I love but, that. Um, did you know, uh, last thing before we get out of here, did you know that you are on, <clears throat> you're on the latest NCAA commercial? I saw that. I did. Me, Megan King, and Anna. Anna and Megan a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's so big cool. Time. That's big it time. It is so cool. So yeah. cool. 
And now when people see that, they'll know that it's not just Jesse Warren, the 2018 national championship or champion 2019 gold glove winner. They'll say, no, that's, that's Jesse Warren on the team paper podcast out here entertaining America. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that, that, that's what, that's what you'll be known as going forward. But nevertheless, episode one, we could call it a wrap now in the books. Uh, This has been an absolute pleasure. I cannot wait to see where this goes and to, and to keep talking to you and to keep bringing on guests. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Until the next time. Thanks, guys.